Listen. Just listen. I'm Serendipity Theater Collective Company member Rick Walker, and you're listening to Second Story Podcast. Second Story is Serendipity Theater Collective's festival of stories, wine, and music, a collaboration among writers, actors, musicians, and others to create good stories and good times. The stories are written by the performers themselves, sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, always thought-provoking. Performances, visit us at storiesandwine.com. Our third wine of the night is a Seven Hills 2005 Syrah from Walla Walla, Washington. And more than any wine here, the flavors in this Syrah from Casey McClellan at Seven Hills are driven by its place of origin. You'll sense basalt and black granite expressed in the bright tangy fruits, raspberry and blood orange, and how they mix with the tasty tannin. The total feel is that of velvet, roughly embossed. <laughs> A delight. And if you will, direct your attention to the opposite end of me. She's in the bar, and she is Deb Lewis. got your dirty secrets. You buy pies at Sam's Club and pass off like you baked them. You paint your toenails before lacing on your wingtips, I know. I ain't judging. Finding SM was like sliding into old Levi's with the crotch ripping out for me. Comfy and risque all at the same time. I ain't talking high fashion fetish, no spike heels. I'm talking regular old lumpy folks who need a beating in order to feel right in their own skin. <laughs> YSM, and by the way, it's not S and M, it's SM. The same reason runners run, that runner's high, endorphins. SM sinks me into my body so I can shut off the chatter in my head. I ain't any great submissive, but yo, give me a boot to lick and all thought dissolves. <laughs> Only meditation I've ever been good at. <laughs> I want to confess a dirty secret. It bothered me for years. You're thinking, okay, badass leather dyke, what more you got? <laughs> freaky on me. Being nervous is part of the fun. It has to do with Granny and her leathers. Granny's as close to a man as a dyke gets without testosterone shots. She's wry and wiry, steel-haired with wireframe glasses and a smoke-rusted voice. She wears her leather shirt like a new birthday suit along with her chaps and biker boots. She hails from my partner Vi's wild Hoosier days, easy going as can be. Even so, 
When Granny's around, all I can think about is whether I measure up. Vi says I'm overthinking it. I begged Vi not to tell Granny what I'm about to tell you. Either Granny will break my ass. Glorious, yes. But only in retrospect. Or it'll break her heart and she won't shake a flogger. In case you don't know, a flogger is a whip with multiple leather tails. Feels like a muscle tenderizer. <laughs> she won't shake a flogger at me for the rest of my life and I don't want that. <laughs> Granny's warm. Her floggings are smooth as cream cheese even if she's gonna beat you till you drop. <laughs> Okay, 12 years ago, I'm 28, Vi's house before we lived together, the annual SM Sluts Chili Brunch. <laughs> Some SM for dummies, in case you're not all hip and pervy. You got tops who are in charge and bottoms who are useful and some ain't too happy about it, but there are also switches. My top or bottom, all depends. That's bare basics. Ask later, you got questions. <laughs> I think there'll be a lot of questions. <laughs> Vi. Vi's hair was long, dark honey instead of short brush steel when we began our mentorship back then. We were both bottoms, so when we fell in love, it was some switchy mischief. The tops disapproved, said we'd ruin each other. Maybe we are ruined, but we're happy. To this day, it's, ain't your honeymoon ever gonna end? And we say, nope, because we trade on fierce kisses and the unique scent of armpits. We're twisted in the same way. Toying with the belt-wide collar locked around my neck, Vi'd put it out to Granny that I was some bootlicker, which signals I can also care for boots, maybe leathers, too. Now, this is Memorial Day weekend when Chicago swells with thousands of leather folk come for international Mr. Leather. It's why Granny's up from Hoosier land. It's why the house reeks with leather and sweat and chili. <laughs> Shit's deeper than people realize. <laughs> Bikers, leather folk, queer hoods, the sexual revolution, you can trace them all back to World War II. For instance, after saving the world, some GIs, especially fighter pilots, couldn't settle for 1950s squeaky mental hygiene in perfect lawns. War is exciting. Motorcycles, next best thing. You get bikers. Some of these were queer vets gone into masculine hyperdrive. These queer bikers find each other, bada bing, early leathermen. AKA the old guard, the SM holy of holies. So when the Memorial Day Parade marches down Michigan Avenue, 
old timers who remember when you had to ride a motorcycle in order to get served in a leather bar, salute as the uniforms go by, not all out of lust, as you'd guess, but from deep respect. And if a dyke could be old guard, that'd be granny. She's a top's top, but when it comes to leather, she does her own. It was an honor for me to oil her chaps. It's like the Lone Ranger hires you as a stable boy, and holy shit, you get to brush silver. <laughs> so I'm standing in Vi's living room holding Granny's chaps like the U.S. flag from Iwo Jima. First problems, where to lay them. Every seat's taken by a top. Coffee table has their boots on it. It's just me and Vi whipping up 20 cup coffee service on the half hour, serving all these tops who don't go out of their way to make anything easy. In the recliner in front of me, you got Granny. Next to her is Sir. A big black shithouse goes by he. Butch, a bear walking on hind legs. <laughs> Judith, who gives the impression that any moment the dragon inside is going to blast your ass to a cinder. <laughs> and finally, Darla Rosenstadt, who has legs to the top of Everest and is a smart ass masochist. I looked hard at the floor and I, I, actually, I actually considered it. I would never think, Vi said, to put any leathers on the floor, much less a tops I respected. <laughs> Granny covers her grin while the other tops shake their heads. With Butch's black flat top and the snaky tattoo up Sir's neck and Darla's retarded monkey cackle, <laughs> I'm feeling like I've wet my pants doing math at the blackboard circa third grade. Lay those chaps on my bed, Vi said, since you obviously need supervision. Then get in here, dish this chili. After mealtimes hustle, the apartment quiets. Couple tops leave to get naps in before the big dungeon party, others not off in their seats. Granny goes for smokes. Vi glances around. Okay, let's do this before someone wants something. So we lock ourselves in her bedroom. First thing, Vi throws Granny's chaps on the floor. <laughs> died. She, she slides a finger into my collar to give me a rough tug. Says, what a top don't know, don't hurt him. <laughs> it was like she pulled the mask off the Lone Ranger. You hear Sir Chili today. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
size of a slap jackass. Eats it, never complains of the bellyache. Then she laughed like a tease and pulled away. Unlike sir, she said, but uh, granny keeps her leathers supple. Look them over for spots. There won't be any. If so, dab of vinegar. Mostly you just condition them. She offered a tin of mink oil. Here, rub this in. Not too thick. Twenty minutes later, I'd covered every inch with an old cloth diaper and my naked fingers. Now let them rest a bit. Let that soak in there, she said. I got something else you can do for me. We made out for a long while on Bai's bedroom floor, rolling around on Granny's chaps. Please don't tell Granny about this. After our fun, Vi said, Wipe off the excess with that diaper. Use the horsehair brush, all one way, buff that mink oil in. Press with your thumb. If it leaves a print, you're not done. A top must have stirred because she kissed me in a rush and pulled up her bra straps. Gotta get dinner started. She raised her eyebrows at me. We're having meatloaf. <laughs> chaps up on the bed feeling guilty seeing them on the carpet and I buffed till they were like butter I presented them to granny and she said I'd done a fine fine job she donned them and said alright kid you can lick my leathers a high mark of honor coming from granny stone butches ain't into being touched if you get my drift they alone do all the touching. And yet, licking leathers is an art of seduction. Begin with a thorough boot licking. And if you haven't made the feet inside feel your devotion by pressing your tongue and chin into every seam and surface, if your lips ain't torn up afterward, your heart just ain't in it, and you ain't a bootlicker. With permission, I unzipped the leg vents at the bottom of Granny's chaps. And when those boots were done, I used my mouth to pull them down and zip them. I licked my way up Granny's chaps, shifting from leg to leg, from ankle to mid-shin to knee, and the thorough yoga it takes to get all the way around from the front to the back, always saving the inseam for each slow advance. I gave Granny's supple leathers a thorough licking from her boot cuffs on up to her inner thigh where the chaps she cleared her throat a few times and said, you're done, kid, and so am I. I'm gonna smoke now. <laughs> I, I knew then it was time to rub the mink oil into my lips and fetch Granny some more coffee. Her mug was dry. 
forgetting Granny's coffee was a whole different kind of sacrilege. So I've told you, but I won't ever, ever tell Granny what we done on her leathers. Please. They were like butter. Thanks. Second Story Podcast is brought to you by Amanda Delheimer, Megan Steelstra, Christopher Jobson, Miles Pulaski, Mikhail Fixel, and me, Rick Walker. To find out more about Second Story, the performances, and our performers, visit us at storiesandwine.com. <laughs> <laughs>